She'll wake up at eight. Uh, as soon as I walk into the room, she thinks she's hoping for mommy. She sees daddy and she'd be like, I don't want daddy. I don't love you anymore. No. And she oh, shit. Emotional damage. So, Trey, what's this episode about? You talk to me, my guy. This episode is just us just hanging out and just relaxing for a little bit because I feel like, you know, we've been on a run here for podcast. For this, for your first set episodes, Nathan, I feel like we've, oh, my sorry, Nate, we've just been going ham, structure, just going off. But, you know, this episode right now, we're doing this is for the boys. This is for us. This is just for us just to let our hair down, relax for a little bit because, you know what, it's been. It's been hard work. Legend, I know it's like you're saying to Stu just talking to a microphone, but it's been a lot of structure, a lot of texts, a lot of miscommunication, a lot of a lot of things. But we somehow firing managed to put quitting. firing, quitting. But we've managed to put it give you a good product at the end of the day, watch which we believe in, um, which is most important. But I feel like we need this one for the boys. Don't you agree? I agree. I'm I'm just getting really exhausted from my 14 hour editing days, and I need to like a break. Hey, don't worry, your vacation is pending and approved, my friend. You know what I mean? I appreciate it. <laughs> it's, HR has submitted it and it's agreed with it. Okay. But speaking of approved and pending, and HR isn't your birthday coming up? Uh, yes, my birthday is coming up. Thanks for asking. It's coming up March 3rd, which is on a Friday. And fingers crossed, ladies and gentlemen, I will be in the valley. I do. I don't feel 32. And I sure as hell don't act like it. Thanks, bud. Thanks. Thanks, dude. Obviously, old man, wrinkles everywhere. You know what I mean? (laughs) Sitting on a piece of gum, if you get that reference. Listen. <laughs> I don't. But it's okay. All right. So yeah. you're turning 32. You're going to the valley. Do you have anything planned out specifically, or it's just like I'm going to show up and whatever happens happens? No, nah, just honestly, it's just hang out with my family because as us, you know, being away from the Rasa, the 956, I know we like to meme like, oh, Puro 956, but honestly, man, it's like us too, like Mexican, Hispanics, even though Ethan looks like Edward Cullen. They're the same picture. Um, family man is a big thing where we come from. Family has always been traditionally just a big thing, dude. Like no matter what happens in life, your family is always gonna be there. And so I do plan on even if I do get approved for vacation, I'm gonna spend that back half of my vacation in the valley uh with my dad, you know, and just hang out with the mom and the kids and their nieces and nephews and man, just hang out with them, man, because being away from them for for years at a time even though it doesn't feel like that because of, you know, how the workflow goes. And I think sometimes you look up like shit, like fucking half the year's gone. The way every year yeah. goes by. So, I mean, I'm just going to enjoy that time there with them and just, yeah, eat a lot of fajitas. Cause my dad, my dad makes a mean fajitas and makes a mean barbecue and just, you know, just to just smell that charcoal and that mesquite in the air. Just ah, takes you back there to childhood. Go. No, that's good. No, that is tough. Every time I go to the valley, 
uh, it's usually for like maybe three to five, <laughs> three to five days, and I'm trying to obviously spend time with my immediate family, but also make time for my extended family and family and friends, and there's never enough time. Now, I want to know what you're looking for in a relationship. What am I looking for in a relationship? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. I'm turning red. Um, no, I mean, I'm looking for just honestly <laughs> someone who's agreeable and reasonable, man. Because these past dates that I've been last year, man, like um, mm -hmm. besides the last one I went on, were kind of rough. I mean, they, I mean, not to, like, I don't like shitting on like bad dates, but man, yeah. a lot of, <laughs> it's funny to say, but a lot of, Daddy issues, a, a lot of no, not ugly, but just daddy issues and problems. Anytime someone uh -huh. doesn't get along with their family members, like their dad or whatever, it's kind of like a red flag for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, mm. that's kind of why it's kind of like better not to uh get involved. It's like, uh, no, you know what I mean? All right, let's talk about let's talk about dating. So, what apps are you using? Uh, when I was on the dating apps, I used Hinged. And Bumble, that's it. I mean, Tinder is Tinder. I mean, that's what it is. For you, Nathan, you're like, what is Tinder? Tinder is basically hookup. You know what I mean? Fast food, DiGiorno's, mm. Pizza Hut, Domino's. People trying to get a quick, a quick meal. Exactly. There you go. Quick meal. That's it. No commitments. There has been there has been some stories of people actually getting long term meals from Tinder, but let's be honest, Tinder is Tinder. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay. So I stuck to Hinge um, and Bumble just because I felt like I had more success and, uh, you know, one, like, not as far as like one date, but two dates and follow up dates using said apps. Mm. So that's what I've kind of stuck to. I'm not like, you know, the league and stuff like that because that's like, okay, super <laughs> rich. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So how, if you were to guesstimate, how many dates have you been on through? The means of a social dating app. Social dating app. Um, uh, I've been on twenty. Twenty dates. How many of those dates w resulted in multiple dates? Uh, I want to say at least five. Five of them. Five. All right. How many of those five resulted in a third date? I want to say two. Two. Four, fourth date. None. No fourth date. Okay. So what, what what's going on during that third date in which things fall off? Conversation tends to get a lot more real. You know, not necessarily like, oh, I'm dropping the mask. This is who I really am. I found when it comes to dating, man, I'm who I am. Like who you see on the podcast, who I really am. It's just like I tend to mumble a lot. I tend to stumble a lot. tend to not make sense. But I just normally just am myself. Um, uh -huh. But then it comes down to, you know, me being older you know, 30s, 31, 32, it talks, conversation comes about endeavors, you know, life, mm -hmm. you know, kids, you know, that kind of nature. And honestly, okay. a lot, a lot of women my age in particular, they don't want kids and I want kids and that I'm never going to force a woman to be like, oh, you need to fucking have kids because I want to have kids. Like, no, I'm not that type of dude. So it's like... Hey, I appreciate you. We vibe well, but this is something that I want. If you don't want, I'm not going to force you to, you know, that. So it's like, hey, nice meeting you. 
hey, wish you the best of luck. I'm gone. So on both occasions on that third date, kids were brought into the conversation and they both said no. Yeah. And I think it's more of a, I find that more of a big city thing because I do live in Austin and a lot of people here. Honestly, like it's not so much as like, oh, why are you so single? Blah, blah. It's, 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 it's not that I haven't, I haven't been dating. I have been putting myself there. It's like, I found out it's not that I'm not getting dates. It's like, it's honestly like, I never thought this would be a, a contentious thing, but it's really, it's the subject around kids. A lot of women in this big city don't want kids. And coming from a small what town like it? the Rio Grande Valley, like, hey, bro, I, I, I want kids. Like a long, yeah. long term. What are the age ranges that you're getting matched with? Uh, my age, like thirty, like twenty nine to thirty. And you're saying, a hundred percent of the time, these women don't want kids. Don't want kids. Like even though, like, uh, like I say, for Hinge, for example, they say, "Do you want kids?" They say sometime in the future, right? But like when you get to meet mm-hmm. them and stuff, like honestly, have conversations because like the first one. The first day is like having fun or whatever. Second day it's like yeah. have fun or whatever. Or a you know, a little bit of how you do it, a little bit of a push up adult things that can chill. But like that third date and the fourth date, it's more of like, all right, let's 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 talk about some real shit. Cause you know, let's see work. if we're gonna be a long term compatible. Exactly. Yeah. And it's more of like a like she's like, I don't want kids and like I'm sorry. Hey, your vibe well, we connect well, but you know, I respect your decision, but latest. Yeah. Maybe try waiting until the fourth date. No, no, I, no, no. I don't bring up kids. They do. Oh, uh, they do. <laughs> they uh, do. They'll, they'll just straight up ask you, do you want kids? Yeah. And then you say yes, and then they're like, I'm out. No, then that conversation, no, then that conversation is like, how do you feel about like, I don't want kids and stuff like that. It's how they feel about it. It's it's. I find that it's more like okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. Like, to be honest here, it's like I feel like more more people my age that didn't up. They're more looking for, as the cool kids say, a situationship. But you know, I'm mm-hmm. looking for, you know, that you know long term kind of like relationship, kind of like building each other up and succeeding in life. But um, I know so most there people, isn't like a there isn't a checkbox that's like. Yes, I want kids. Not like maybe it's. I don't understand. I feel like most girls that go and date with that check, yes, like I want kids. They're more inclined to be like, I don't want kids. Like really, I don't want kids. They're just putting yes that... to open their options. I guess you can say. Interesting. You don't think they're just like, oh, this guy mumbles too much. I'm gonna use the <laughs> kids thing as an excuse. Hey, it could be so. Like, hey, man, like, straight up, like, I've had, you know what I mean? Like, it could be, but I don't know. But you never know. No, I don't I'll, know. You're, I mean, you're a good-looking dude. I'm sure you get a lot of matches. Thanks. I mean, you're not too socially awkward to where you can't hold a conversation. No, like, I, like when you're it comes fairly to, like, normal. When it comes to, like, having conversations, like, one-on-one in person, I know in the podcast, hard to tell, I'm really just myself. Like, I'm just... Just dumb dipshit, but it's just like I'm speaking from my heart, uh, just being myself, man. Like I'm not uh, out there putting up a front. You know, I dress how yeah. I dress on the podcast. Like I'm not like my boy Nate here, who's a really good adult, adult dressing. Like I'm just like t-shirt, kind of fit, kind of fat. Either Cold nice in this garage. <laughs> hey, <laughs> shout out to you. It's called podcasting grit. Mahalo, bro. <laughs> I mean. 
like our good friend Mara said last episode, it's about shooting your shot. It's about numbers. It's a numbers game. Oh, absolutely. Um, That's all. Like when she said it, like I was just surprised. Like man, like yeah, when she said it is real. It's like yeah, just go out there. You get some numbers thing. You got to be yourself. That's why I kind of taken a step back. Cause like I when I you asked me, it's like I, I took myself out of the dating apps. I'm working more on myself because like I understand that I have you know communication issues and certain things like that of that nature. It's like. Let me do this therapy thing. Let me get better at it. Mm-hmm. Understand it. Then put myself back out there. But obviously, I, to honest to God, the right, reason why I'm single, still single, it's not because all women are so like this or feminist. Like, no, it's just I haven't put myself out there. Like, I'm not out there playing the game, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you can't wait until you feel like you've hit this point where you're like the perfect end product. It's never going to happen. Like, you keep working on yourself, but you also keep putting yourself out there at the same time, and it'll it'll eventually just happen. Right, right, right. I had the discussion with my therapist the other day, like the last time of the last session was like, I asked her like, when do I know as a person, like as a man, like, okay, this is, I, when when do I know when I'm ready? And she basically told me like, you never, you just get basically what you just said, you just gotta put yourself out there, and then if it happens, it happens. But the same breath, it's like. It, it's still that battle within my own head. It's like, hey, man, like a lot of girls like my age, like they don't want kids, man. Like I can't as much as I work on myself as much as I'm open to being myself. Like it's it's weird that the fact that having kids is such a deal breaker, you know, but it's yeah. it's <clears throat> it, that's the reality situation that I'm in. And I'm finding that it's it's when I joke about it, my mom, my, my parents is like. It's like I tell them this, like it's it's the deal breaker. It's it's not having kids. It's like, well, just put all, just move back to the valley, just move back to the valley. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's not a problem. That's not an issue. It's like I, I know yeah. what you're saying. Like, how does it feel like, like just being married, man? Like, how does like you know what I mean? Like, how, how does that like how spectrum? How does that spectrum go? Because like, you being you are, you're an established, you're an established man. You know, <laughs> got a kid, got a wife, you got the house. You know what I mean? You got the quote unquote white picket fence. Like, how does that feel? How does that, how does that feel like just being in that kind of like position? You know what I mean? I mean, every, any, regardless of the type of position that anybody's in, it comes with its own set of challenges. Um, I have, you know, two other people that rely on me to be there for them you know, physically, mentally, financially, right? My wife works, um, but I got to do my part in contributing financially to the growth of our family and, um, you know, our well-being. So, I don't know, just a different set of challenges. I have to be present as a father and husband, right? Uh just because you're in a relationship doesn't change who you are exactly. Like I still, I still need to function as an individual. I still need my me time. I still get, I get frustrated. I get impatient. I get upset, you know, and you just, for me, I just have to take a step back and try to look at things objectively and do some self-reflection and, and make sure I'm being the best version of myself for my family. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you know, I'll act out because I'm I'm just frustrated with X, Y, and Z. And when you're single, I feel like you can act out, right? And you know, 
recover and you're not affecting anybody because you're single. But, you know, if I act out and I'm upset or I'm just in a bad mood, and when I say act out, I mean just like in a bad mood or speak in a way that I shouldn't be speaking, right? Like upset or irritated and all that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm affecting somebody else emotionally. So, um, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Sometimes you, you always want to be the best version of yourself, but you, you know, that's not the case. Sometimes you, uh, there's frustrations at work. There's frustrations with things I want and, you know, my shortcomings. So I don't know. It's, it's tough. Is it you can more? really, you can hurt people. Like you can emotionally hurt people if, if you're not behaving the way you're behaving or treating others with respect, respect as, as they should. Like if I'm being short with my wife or if I'm being, you know, if I'm irritated, like she has her daily, um, you know, her daily, her daily responsibilities as, as do I, you know, she's, as as the mother to our child, naturally more falls on her, because our daughter's more attached to mommy than she is daddy. Right? Um, this is more on her plate. Some you know most times than me as far as you know, tending to our daughter and making sure she's taken care of. Like when I'm driving to work Tuesday to Thursday, and I come home, I'm exhausted, and sometimes I just want to lay down and relax. But um. You know, if my wife has been with our daughter since picking up from school and juggling work and taking care of our daughter, she's also exhausted. And when she, when I get home, she's ready for a break. But, you know, for me, I just worked all day and drove an hour and a half back home. I'm exhausted. And sometimes I forget all the work she's put into that day, both between, both between her actual job and then our daughter. Right. And, you know, we'll get into tiffs and tats and... Um, but you know, I had to come to realization, realization, like she sees me as coming home to help out with her daughter, not just to lay on the couch and be a bum. But long story short, like what I'm trying to say is like, there's challenges with any situation that you're in single, married, whatever the case is. Um, it just gets tougher when more people are involved because your actions affect others. Um, when you have a family, so. I don't know. It's great. I love my family. You know, I wouldn't ch change it for the world or trade it for the world. But on top of that, I have ADHD and my prescription hasn't been filled in three months. So I'm also on edge because uh, I, have, I haven't had my medication for three months. Right. So I'm, I'm, more, I'm naturally I'm more irritable. irritable. Naturally, I tend to be more short. Um, I get frustrated easily. I'm easily distracted. I have... Um, you know, arguments with my wife because I make promises that I forget and I forget to keep because that's how my brain works. If yeah. I don't use it, I lose it. Um, or uh, I have a really bad attention span. We'll be mid-conversation and then my mind's thinking of like a thousand other things <laughs> at the same time. And then before I know it, I've drifted off into space and I, I, I'm back down to earth. And my wife was like, so what do you think? And I'm like, what were you talking about? And that happens yep. literally every fucking day. And she's frustrated, and I'm frustrated that she's frustrated, but I also know she has every right to be frustrated because she just spent all day working, taking care of our child, and now she wants to have a conversation with me and bond over things that went on in her day. And from her perspective, it looks like I just 
checked out on purpose and I'm not interested in what she has to say. But in my mind, my mind's just racing all the time. I'm thinking about a thousand things. Yeah. That one conversation I had with that one client in which we had a heated argument and I'm trying to figure out how that could have gone better or what I could have said to overcome, you know, whatever they said. I don't know. Yeah. I forgot how my ADHD kicked and I don't know how we got to this point in this conversation now, but look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. So this podcast is about ADHD. This is ADHD podcast. Okay. Welcome. Welcome. Happy here. To bring it it full circle, you have your, you have your obstacles with being single. I have my obstacles with being a married man and a father to a beautiful, you know, three-year-old. No matter... (laughs) where you are in life or what you're doing or single or not like there there's were, always there's always there's always going to be challenges challenges that you're going to have to overcome and new thing new challenges you'll have to face and find solutions to and you know if you're having if you if you think your days are tough as a single man with everything going on in your life like now think about being with another person who has their own issues and known problems on a daily basis and then you know, coming together to form this whole new being who has a bunch of needs and wants um, coming into the picture. And now you have to like, like, every time you just add a new person to your life, you're just taking out a chunk of your, <laughs> of your, of your soul and giving it to them. And, you know, in the process, you're trying to figure out how to remain a whole person and remain uh, a functional human being. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, like, they said, like, being single or in a relationship, like, it's always tough. You know what I mean? Like, you could be like, oh, I'm tired of being single. But then again, there's people out there in relationships having to explain why they took a nap and didn't respond to a text me- a text message. So, I mean, like, hey, there's challenges <laughs> with everything. You know what I mean? Do you ever, on your days off trade, do you ever just take a random nap? Oh, I love naps. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, uh... Uh, you want to be in a relationship? Yeah, no naps. Oh, no. 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 Like, obviously, and there's, there's, there's like, there's, like, uh, there's phases. So, like, when our, bo- when our daughter was born, um, newborns, they, you know, they wake up during the night multiple times to be fed, right? So, you know, my wife breastfed so even though i'm not feeding the child myself it was my duty to wake up get the baby out of the crib hand the baby to my wife um i would try to stay awake during the feeding so that i could take the baby back to the crib whenever my wife was done feeding her um but a lot of times i fell back asleep but then i was waking back up to then take the baby back to the crib or change a diaper in the middle of the night or um you know, rock the baby back to sleep. So like, even though I'm not feeding the baby directly, I had responsibilities. So, you know, the first, I don't even know, like a couple months, it's like waking up multiple times during the night, exhausted because you never really get into deep sleep. It's like naps. It's like two hour nap, wake up, take care of the baby, back to bed. Another three hours later, wake up. And eventually as the baby grows older, those gaps get longer, but still it's interrupt interrupted sleep. And then, you know, the you know, the kid hits, I don't know, eight to nine months. The baby's sleeping through the night. But then um now the baby's waking up at 
seven, five, six, seven a.m. So sleeping is no longer a thing. Get to wake up, <laughs> being with the baby. My wife is tired. You know, we'll switch off. Some days yeah. I'll sleep in. Some days she'll sleep in. Um, a couple months go by. The baby's now a little bit older. Now in a, you know, more of a rhythm. But hey, guess what? Sleep regression. Have you heard of sleep regression? No. <laughs> it's like things go great, so great, but then for whatever reason, due to growth, due to brain growth, due to you know body growth, all these things, the baby stops sleeping until 9 a.m. Now the now the baby's waking up multiple times a night, crying. Jesus you know, you have to get them back to bed. So Jesus like Christ. even now, dude, even now, like our daughter is three years old. And for the last three to four weeks, she's been waking up at four or five a.m. crying for an hour straight, wanting mommy and daddy. And we can't do anything because if we go in there, lay down with her, she'll go back to bed. But then she's get she gets used to that, and then that becomes an every night thing. And we, that just can't be a thing. We can't go lay down on her floor and put her back to bed. Um, we we you know for the first week we tried going in there, laying down with her, getting her fall back asleep, and then getting back to our room. She would wake up like within fifteen to twenty minutes. You know, have you seen that video of the the raccoon that puts cotton candy in the water? So she would wake up and she'd be like, "Mommy, Daddy," and in the dark she'd be like trying to figure out where we were. We weren't there, so she would cry and then yeah. we'd go back in there. So, anyways, Bro. that's. That's literally every night. So three years later, and we've had some great like ups and downs, but three even three years later, we're we're dealing with not getting a full night's rest, um, having our daughter cry for an hour straight, wanting us until she's so exhausted that she finally falls back to sleep. Jesus like it's Christ. it's a real being a parent. It's tough, dude. Trust me, there's plenty of great moments. There's plenty of like, wow, this is a beautiful thing. We we literally created this human together. Um, she's forming her own thoughts, her own opinions. She's saying the wildest shit that just like you don't expect for her to say that she's picking up, you know, at school. Um, and then there's days <laughs> she's saying there's like, not... Dad, you don't got that wrist, or <laughs> dude, what does she say lately? She oh, she's in a very sassy mood. She's in a I hate dad mood lately. Oof. So. I'll walk in, so she'll wake up, you know, so Saturday mornings are the mornings I wake up on the weekend to go get her out of bed and while my wife sleeps in, right? Sundays are my day. My yeah. Sundays I can sleep in and my wife takes. So, well, my daughter is, hates daddy right now for whatever reason, you know, Sorry, I'd say 60% of the time. So she'll wake up. F's in the <laughs> chat. <laughs> yeah, so get this. She'll wake up. If I'm lucky, she'll, she'll wake up at like an 8, which is not terrible, but... Who the fuck wants to wake up, wake up at 8 a.m. on a Saturday, right? Okay, anyways, she'll wake up at 8. Uh, as soon as I walk into the room, she thinks she's hoping for mommy. She sees daddy, and she'll be like, I don't want daddy. I don't love you anymore. No. And she'll oh, shit. cry yelling. So upset. <laughs> Dad, damn. Yeah, she's a little savage, dude. And then... um. <laughs> Or I'll come home from a long day at work, right? I'll open, like, and before these last couple of weeks, because this is a recent development, you know, I would come home and she would come running to the door. Daddy, daddy, I missed you. I love you. I'll fucking walk into the house, open the door, walk into the house, and our couch faces the front door. Yeah. So I'll walk in and she, I'll be the first thing she sees. 
and she'd be like, no, no, I don't want daddy. No, I don't love you. Like, and I, oh, all I did was just, holy shit. All I did was just walk into the house. Like, imagine a long day at work. I drove an hour and a half to work. I drove an hour and a half home. Um, I've, I've, I left the house at 8 o'clock, got home at 7.30. I've literally been gone for 12 hours between driving and working. Yeah, yeah. And the first thing I hear coming home is, no, I don't want daddy. I don't love you anymore. No. Like, what bro, the fuck? Like, that's a... Jesus Christ. She's, she's just going through a phase, dude. It's, And then, you know, maybe 30 minutes later, she's all cuddly and fine. But, like, she's just, like, yeah, she's going through something, dude. It's yeah. hearing Just hearing you go through all that and dealing with all that stuff. I look at my, the entire time I was thinking about my own family, it's like my uh-huh. mother had five of us. How the mm-hmm. f*** did they manage that? <laughs> Jesus Dude, Christ. Jesus that's Christ. A great- that's a great fucking question. I don't know. Um, you know, eventually we'll have another kid, and that's going to be a whole new set of challenges, right? Because by the time we have another kid, you know, our daughter will be older and hopefully more, you know, mentally stable. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had, and then we start the and then we start the process all over again. And then you know, I I I want to say we want to have at max like for sure max three kids. Uh-huh. So for the next ten years, we're repeating the cycle two more times. <laughs> for the next ten years, I'm not getting a full night's of sleep most days of the week. Dude, shout out! So shout out so, to you, man. I, so 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 what I'm the point I'm trying to get across is enjoy being single. It's yeah. not all. It. It's I not get, all. I get it. I get rainbows it. and unicorns <laughs> being, being married single. and having kids. No, and I'm saying, you know, and, and you're 32, so you've been single long enough, I'm sure. Not 32 yet. But... All right, calm down. Not 32 yet. Not yet. Okay. Let's calm down. What I'm down. saying is, yes, look for your significant other. Yes, date. But at the same time, at the same time, trying to put things in perspective. Yeah. Enjoy those days where you can just, where you're alone and you can just sleep. You could just game. You can just wake up whenever you want. You can eat whatever you want. Um, Just enjoy that. While you can, yes, there's sad part. The sad things about being single, but there's sad things about no. being married as well. Like not being able to sleep most nights of the week, all the way through. You know the entire time you're like, you say that to me. I don't know, have you seen Billy Madison? Yes. When he's like, while, with, the, yeah. with, with the fact that like, long as you can, for the love of God, cherish it. Jennifer, why don't you try reading out loud? But no, I see what you're saying, man. But damn, man, I mean, like Jesus Christ. I don't know how yeah. I would feel. It's like I made you, and now you're saying I don't want you, Daddy. Like, fuck. <laughs> After a hard this day, it's like, damn, this, man. This little human that you made, like, yeah, that looks half like that looks half like like fifty percent like you. That is just like shitting on you. <laughs> it's like, like get shit I on, Dad. Me. I hate you. So we went to Chuck E. Cheese tonight. Um, Charles Entertainment Cheese. Let's go. Right. Uh, before Chuck E. Cheese, she was sitting over me. At Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> she was good. Got home, she was a little grumpy, and then when it's bedtime, she she likes to ask for daddy when mommy is the bad guy and putting her to the bed. So then she'll like resort to daddy and be nice to me and you know butter me up. But um, yeah. 
Sorry, man. She plays us. She's smart, dude. It's weird how smart she is. But she's got both y'all's brains, man. She's got both y'all's brains. You know what I mean? Mostly her mom's brains. <laughs> her dad's well, attitude for sure. As we kind of wrap up here, man, like, what's one thing as like as her daughter done? You're like, fuck, that's me right there. Has she done to you? Like something you've done that you remember? Like, I'm like you. You know what I mean? Like something you've always done mm. to your mom and dad. Like what's thing? Has she turned? Has she done something that remind you of that? Like, fuck, that's that's me right there. Uh, maybe not something specifically but there's this mischievous like face she makes and like she's my exact twin <laughs> when she makes that face like she knows she's done something wrong but she's not afraid to hide it so she's just like <laughs> well, still and like... I'm like like yep that's definitely my face when that's... I've done something I'm not supposed to or said something I'm not supposed to and yeah, it, it it's just this is those moments where like okay, damn, like she's my exact twin in this. It's funny because like depending on the type of face she's making, it's like oh that's mommy or oh yep that's daddy, and the mischievous face is is me. <laughs> she ever had she ever hit the living room remote? She's like he's like what's the remote? She just turns to you with the face like you'll never know. No, do you see this right here? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. The scar? Yeah, I don't see the scar, but I kind of... Hold on. Hold on. Let me see if I can finesse this a little bit. You still see me? Yeah. All right, check it out. Oh, no. Let me know if... Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. There we go. We're getting there. Jesus, I can see her entire force. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I see it. All right. So that is my daughter. He uh, got into one of her fun moods a couple, probably a month or two back now. And she just straight up fucking Wolverine the fuck out of my face. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah like oh i it, to her defense I, I scar easily like i have acne scars from high school and college like I, like I, for some reason i just scar easily it's, it's that's a why bitch. your wife beats you with the phone book yeah exactly <laughs> she's learned she's smart. um but like i would say I, I would say two to three times a week my daughter will be like daddy daddy what happened here and i'm like who did that? And she'd be like, me. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Like, she, know, like, she, like, instigates it, dude. Like, oh, like, what happened here? And I'm like, or sometimes I'd be like, who did that? And she'd be like, Ellie. <laughs> I'm Jeez. like, yeah, you jerk. I'm forever scarred now. It's, it's not even a cool-looking scar, like. Like Jason Momoa, where it's like across the eyebrow. It's just see, like I, I got that. I got that scar right here. I got the Jason Momoa it's, right here. Yeah, I want to take like a fucking blade and just give myself a badass scar. And it's a I badass got, scar. I could keep that scar right here, but you can have one. Yep. Okay. Fun fact: I got this. When I was working. Uh, you know, when you work around metal containers, you know what I mean. 
Sometimes you have a metal flap. Sometimes when you work inside of a metal container, right? Sometimes that flap comes down, hits you in the uh-huh. face, and you just ooze blood. And to make this podcast first, oh, it didn't hurt. I didn't care at all. But to kind of wrap, you know, then you just had to get plastic stitches, ka-ka-ka-ka, across yeah. it. But yeah. It's a fucking cool scar, dude. I think eyebrow scars are 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 what's in. It's what's in. You want to go on a date or? It's grit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't want kids. Oh, show full circle. This podcast is called. I don't want kids. Bow, 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 bow. There you go. So, yeah. Yeah, good luck editing this. We'll see what it turns out to. Don't be good. Any closing thoughts or Budweiser wrap up? Mm, No, I'm excited to get more guests on and keep growing this thing. Hell yeah. Hey, stick with us. We got... We are booked as far as guests goes. Excited. Yeah, yes. But hey, if you want to be on yeah, if you want to be on guess this podcast, reach out, please reach out. Right? Where, where can they reach out to Trey? Yeah. They can reach out to this email here below. They can reach out to our DMs through all our social media platforms. Do not be afraid. We don't bite. You know what I mean? We're stooges. You know what I mean? One single stooge. You got one Mary stooge here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whose daughter hates him right now. Whose daughter hates him right now. F's in the chat. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Like, comment, subscribe. We'll see y'all next week. See you next week. As we say here, ladies and gentlemen, night, night. Night, night.